0: In Bertie Favazza's mind, city council meetings were about as bland as white bread. But tonight's meeting, from which she was mysteriously absent, would surely make her eat her words. He's gone loony tunes, that's what. The old codger has a screw loose. D.J. Delaney's booming voice echoed off the walls of the city hall meeting room. Finnegan's land was the last item on the night's short docket, and most people had stayed to hear what the council would decide to do about it. Or perhaps that's why they'd come in the first place. It's such a small stretch of land, Nell Endicott had said to her husband as they drove the short distance from their house to City Hall. But positioned perfectly between Canary Cove Road and the sea, Ben replied. A diamond in the rough. Everyone wants a piece of it. The energetic crowd of Sea Harbor residents had concurred as they sat shoulder to shoulder in the heated room many with their own imagined plans for how it would be used. Once they wrested it away from the crazy old man who lived there, that was. A developer's dream. Revenue for the town. A fancy strip of shops. A small inn, perhaps. Expensive summer condos. Or a park with play equipment, a wading pool, and a skating rink in winter. "'I've offered the guy everything but my firstborn,' DJ continued, his eyes blazing." The developer sat near the front of the crowd, his wife Maeve at his side. He won't listen to reason. People would kill for that land. Well, let's hope not, Ben Endicott said. His voice was a fan cooling the room's heated air, the voice of reason in the tempest the land debate had churned up. I say we concentrate on the new community garden, Ben continued. Get everyone involved. Make it spectacular. It will butt right up to Finnegan's place, and once he sees those juicy big boys bending the vines, he'll come around and clean up his place. I'll bet on it. After all, that's what we really want, right? Nell held back a smile. No, that wasn't what they really wanted, and Ben knew it as well as anyone. No one would object to the unsightly acres being cleaned up, true. But what many really wanted was what they saw when they looked at the land— Dollar signs. Lots of them. "'Maybe Finnegan would help with the garden,' Willow Adams said hopefully. The young fiber artist liked the old man, and the complaints against him offended her. But even Willow had to admit that the land was an eyesore. Next to her, Beverly Walden was still. Although the artist kept her opinions to herself, her face was as graphic as her contemporary paintings—bright, bold, and expressive— and from what Nell Endicott could tell from across the room, her expression confirmed the rumors that rumbled up and down the winding, narrow streets of Canary Cove. Beverly Walden didn't like Finnegan, and from all reports the feeling was mutual. A possible Greek tragedy in the making because Beverly Walden was Finnegan and his late wife Moira's only child. "'I know the land's a problem,' the police chief, Jerry Thompson, said from his chair near the front of the room." his calm voice brought everyone to attention. It's not looking so great, sure, but Finn will come around. That land used to be so fine, just like the other places down there. Neat little offices with flower boxes in front, Archie Brandley, the Sea Harbor bookstore owner, said, rising from his chair. His head nodded with each word, and he looked down at his wife, Harriet. Remember, Finn had that little bait shop, and Moira handed out hot dogs to fishermen right along with the worms. She never took a dime for the dogs, only the bait. Murmurs of agreement mixed with some chuckles rippled through the crowd from those who remembered the days when life moved a little slower. And later ones, too, when it was cheaper to buy bait from the bigger places in town, and Finnegan finally closed the shop and decided to fish full-time. But Moira declared that very spot her favorite place on God's earth. So Finnegan renovated the building. He fixed up the first floor with a couple of offices for rent and moved Moira from a small cottage above the Canary Cove art colony to the spacious top floor with the million-dollar view. Nothing but miles of blue and squabbles of gulls overhead, fishing boats moving back and forth, and around the building lots of green space and rose bushes— which Moira tended.